0: Hello and welcome to Free Memory. I'm your host, Gideon, and we are back with another episode. This podcast was recorded at July 27th, 2021, which is, you know, the day before we release, as usual. So enjoy the show. Today we're actually going to be talking about the framework laptop for, you know, the third episode of this show and I'm going to be trying to say less ums and as because I've been realizing that I've been saying that a little too much in past episodes, so we're going to do my best this time. And currently you can actually reserve the Framework laptop for $100, um, but the price starts at $1,000. And they've already started shipping, so in theory you should be able to just buy the laptop, although I didn't check out their website, so maybe not just yet because they probably still are filling out orders that they previously received. This laptop is 2.89 pounds and 15.85 millimeters thick, which is actually really good. My current laptop is one of the lightest and one of the thinnest on the market. I have the Lenovo ThinkPad X1 Carbon. I'm very happy with this laptop, so I probably will not be buying this laptop, although I am very tempted. But my laptop is new enough that I am not really in the market for replacement at this time. My laptop's 2.51 pounds, and my laptop is 15.2 millimeters thick. And so it's actually lighter and thinner than this laptop, but the framework laptop is not bad still. At 2.89, that's, you know, still lighter than my iPad with its case and everything. The schematics will also be available to shops who request it, which is going to be amazing for repair. You know, with this right to repair advocacy that Lewis Rossman has been doing, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be great to have, you know, the schematics of the laptop if you want to do a component or board level repair. According to the specs, they're going to be offering an i5 or an i7 11th gen Intel processor. Supposedly, AMD processors and ARM processors, as well as RISC-V processors, are also in the works. Although we'll see how that, you know, shapes out to actually be. But for now, you can only get the Intel i5 or i7 11th gen processors. There's actually two 11th gen processors that you can pick from. But regardless, it's going to be, you know, a Intel processor. The normal laptop comes pre-shipped with Windows 10. You can choose either home version or professional edition. It has an NVMe SSD that's going to be either 256 gigs, 512 gigs, or 1 terabyte. It comes with DDR4 RAM clocked at 3200 megahertz. It comes either in 8 gig, 16 gig, or a 32 gig kit, as well as Wi-Fi 6 and Bluetooth 5.2. So These are all pretty standard features of a laptop that you would expect in 2021, but it's really good to see that in, you know, in a very easily repairable laptop that it also comes with these you know, high-end specs, especially for a $1,000 or more, which the price is still reasonable at. It's not like they're charging, you know, $2,000 or $3,000 for a repairable laptop. This is like basically a normal laptop price, you know, you, you get the specs that you're paying for. And so for a $1,000, this is what you get, and it's not bad. The screen is a 13.5-inch non-touch screen 3x2, a 2256x1504 display. So this is a little bit of a, I don't know if it's a standard resolution, it could be the same resolution as what's in the Surface Pros, I don't remember exactly. It does sound kind of familiar. But regardless, this is not a bad resolution to be at, especially for a 3x2 display, although it would be nice to have a touchscreen. Personally, I have a touchscreen Lenovo ThinkPad, and I don't use the touchscreen a whole lot, but when I do, it is really handy, so I do wish they included a touchscreen here. Although you know for how repairable the laptop is, I anticipate that eventually they're going to be adding a touchscreen into this laptop, or they'll add the option to buy a touchscreen component, or even so you know, because everything is going to be open source, someone will be able to create a touchscreen for this laptop, even if it's going to be a little expensive. The battery is clocked in at 55 watt hours, which is not bad for a laptop. Surely it's not 99 watt hours, the maximum allowed, but 55 isn't bad, especially with these newer Intel processors that can downclock extremely low and don't clock very aggressively. You should be able to, you know, get some good juice out of this thing. Other things that actually really interest me is that it has a fingerprint reader and a 1080p 60fps camera. That's actually really exciting because my laptop's webcam is not nowhere as good. I've actually seen, so by now, actually I think yesterday or at the time you're going to be listening to this podcast or podcast episode, um, Linus Tech Tips actually two days ago, you can go look at his YouTube channel, release an, a small review or like a little look, I believe not on his main YouTube channel, but maybe it was one of his side YouTube channels, A small like look or unboxing of this laptop and he was so impressed that he actually bought his own and I don't blame him this laptop does look very impressive it's very impressive on paper and when the reviews come out you know I'm sure they're going to be great although I I don't want I want to hold my breath first okay I want to see what they're going to be like and you know the videos are already coming out and so and so far it's been looking really really good they are also adding a DIY edition which is like a build your own edition which is even better for you know those who really like to customize and so I just want to make sure this is not, not a sponsored segment. I'm just letting you know. Um, but, yeah, there's a DIY option as well where they ship the laptop you can pick to not have, you know, a RAM or storage, and you can just add your own or ship without an OS and save the money there. And, because maybe you're, like, a Linux user, or maybe you just want to plan to use this laptop to build a Hackintosh. Well, in that case, it totally makes sense to just simply roll your own OS or, you know, get your own storage, get your own... Uh, ram and everything unfortunately it does seem like the cpu could be soldered in i'm not entirely sure i guess we'll find out i don't remember seeing whether or not that was the case but it does seem possible considering that you cannot get this laptop without a cpu in it which would still make kind of sense i don't blame them too much because the cpu is a bit harder to make it slotted especially these laptop processors i don't think you know i've seen one that where you can just slot it and unslot it except for you know the chinese remanufactured ones Pretty much. But all in all, I'm actually super excited about this framework laptop. I think, you know, this is like the future. This is the future that laptops should be. So right now we're like at the crossroads and, you know, there's two basically, I guess, futures that we could have. Okay, so laptops could either go the cell phone route where we slowly and slowly remove features. Like, for example, batteries used to be replaceable in cell phones. I used to be able to just take one out, put one, put a new one in, and boom, I got a new battery in my cell phone. But now, you know, that's not the case anymore. Laptops are starting to get there. Hopefully, this does not follow suit. Obviously, we don't need a, lap- a battery that can slot in and out super quickly, but we need to be able to quickly just be like, oh, okay, I can unscrew this, replace the battery, done, dusted. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, more laptop manufacturers follow suit in this other direction where we have better repairable electronics as well as you know, just open schematics and things like that, they don't, they don't really hurt the industry. They, you know, they are benefits to the consumers. And so I really want to be able to see, you know, more and more companies go this direction, you know, and stop, you know, making things that are hard to repair, making one-time use electronics that are bad for the environment and not only bad for the environment, but I have computers here that are like, you know, seven years I actually just replaced my desktop. My desktop was, you know, nine or 10 years old by the time I replaced it. And I've been really happy with this desktop all these years. And the only reason I finally got a new desktop was because I just need more processing power. But this old desktop perfectly works. I could just give it to a friend or right now I'm planning to use it for a server. It, it's perfectly fine. So that's the kind of thing I'm thinking about here is like, you know, my, my old laptop as well. I've been using it for so many years. I wanna be able to use, I actually just got this ThinkPad. I wanna be able to use it for like the next 10 years, which is maybe it's a stretch, maybe it's not, we'll see. And I'm hoping, you know, the most I have to replace is just like the battery when the battery starts you know showing its age but other than that i mean i hope the cpu lasts i hope the storage lasts the ram lasts i don't see why it wouldn't i mean 10 years is maybe it's a long time in laptop world but it's also not a long time for components i think that i could see this laptop last 10 years and i want to be able to see you know laptops like these last even longer because it just it just makes sense you know we're at i feel like we're at the stage where you know my 10 year old computer can play youtube this brand new laptop can play YouTube, there's almost no difference. Maybe, you know, there's efficiency gains, they're more powerful, I can, you know, play video games or whatever, but in terms of most people's use case, you know, what do you do? You open Google Docs, you open Microsoft Word, you open whatever word processing or spreadsheet you use, you watch YouTube, you post on social media, you know, there's not a lot of whole different kinds of things you do. And most of it lies inside a web browser. I think that's you know where the Chromebooks actually got it kind of right. Even though you know Chrome OS is not exactly known for being open. Yeah, sure, it's open source, but you know all the telemetry goes straight back to Google. Of course, you know I think that's where they almost got it right. The world is switching to web applications, and so we don't really need extra processing power. We don't need to buy a shiny new toy every couple of years. I'm still rocking this iPhone 6, which is you know seven years old. It's perfectly fine. So I'm hoping that more and more companies move towards this new model. And I'm hoping that, you know, this laptop succeeds. I want to see this company succeed. Of course, it's unlikely that I'm going to be buying one because I don't need a new laptop. You know, that, that would contribute just more to e-waste. But I hope that other people who are looking to buy a new laptop, I mean, if I if my friends ask me, hey, you got a laptop recommendation? I mean, yeah, I'm going to be looking at this laptop. I'm going to be like, yo, if you're not going to be playing video games, this laptop is probably for you. So, yeah, uh, I think that's going to be it for me for today. But, you know, let me know what you think. I want to hear your comments. Okay, so thank you for tuning in and listening to the Free Memory Show, hosted by Gideon, which is me. As always, you can find links and references in the show notes. And today, there probably won't be any. You just, you know, Framework Laptop, it's frame.work. Um, and you can find, you know, I'm still considering starting social media accounts as well as, you know, sponsorship placements, neither of which I've done so far. But, yeah, let me know. Uh, you can find, you know, my contact information actually in the show notes. You can leave a voice message or just a normal message as well. Uh, You can actually find me on Twitter. I'm at Gideon Tong, G-I-D-E-O-N-T-O-N-G. So yeah, see you guys around.